welcome to the Zaga Center's podcast. This podcast aims at providing education, knowledge, and experience focusing on zygomatic implant rehabilitation. Learn more about the treatment procedure, its impact on each patient, and get to know the members of the Zaga Network. Welcome back to the Zaga Center's podcast. Today we travel to Florida, United States of America, to meet um, Dr. Picos, Michael Picos. Um, he probably doesn't need much of an introduction as we all know him, at least his name, we've heard of what he does. But uh, Dr. Picos, thank you for being here. Could you please, anyway, introduce yourself to the audience, please? Well, thank you, David. It's certainly an honor and a pleasure to be part of this podcast. Um, I really am looking forward to our time uh, together. Um, I am a practicing oral maxillofacial surgeon in the Tampa Bay, uh, Florida area now for some 37 years. And um, I have a private practice that includes um, really seven of us, four of us as oral surgeons, two periodontists and a prosthodontist. I um, also have a a wonderful family. Um, my wife is a nurse anesthetist. She's actually part of our of our um, practice as well, uh, doing the anesthesia for our lo longer cases. And we have two um, wonderful children that are periodontists that are have joined us in practice, and they um, um, again are part of our multidisciplinary group uh, practice. And our daughter has uh, two. Uh, children, which of course are our grandchildren, years uh, our daughters, our granddaughters, age three, and our grandson is age one. So we really have had fun uh, with with them now, uh, a true joy uh, for us. So I guess you, can, you must be quite busy with two grandsons and uh, a big family like this. But uh, you're also very involved in both Costal Joe and the Picos Institute. How do you? Uh, say, manage your time and energy to make these two adventures grow, uh, the clinical side on, on, on one side and on the other, an educational aspect to your career or, or daily life? Well, it, it is certainly a juggling act, uh, to say the least, uh, but I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, wearing both a clinical and an educator's uh, cap, so to speak. I've been in practice since uh, 1983, so that's 37 years plus as an oral maxillofacial surgeon. My focus has been primarily in implant surgical reconstruction, in fact, exclusively for the past 27 years in this arena. And uh, although I've done implants from since 83, the focus, again, 100% in the last 27 years. And our my institute um, since 1990 uh, has been uh, a lot of fun. I've enjoyed being able to share a lot of my clinical experiences with my colleagues throughout the world, all 50 states and 43 countries. We have now more than 5,000 alumni. So um, that has been fun. And in terms of really allowing in, uh, time for each of these groups, uh, these entities, <laughs> again, it is a bit of a juggling act, um, but I have really done my best to, to make time for my family because that is very important to me as a priority. Um, I don't have any silver bullet answer in terms of how to prioritize the time but i would just say this that uh, it's a tug of war so to speak but um, i do my best to make sure that my family uh, comes out on top uh, more more than uh, a few times well i've seen uh, 
quite a few numbers. Uh, I love numbers, as you know, uh, but the number of implants you've placed uh, over your life as a clinician, more than 26,000. That was the last number I had. I'm sure it grew quite a lot since then. Um, but recently you were uh, certified at Zaga Center, Tampa Bay, Florida, and uh, you entered a few years ago in zygomatic implants. Uh, my question will be both a bit broad and very precise. Why zygomatic implants now? Oh, sure. I, um, it's a good, very good question. I, I would say that the need for this implant therapy is, um, is amazingly large, greater than I anticipated when I first got involved. And I will just say this, that um, the amount of, the number of, of severely atrophic um, maxillary cases that our patients present with uh, is just growing uh, considerably. And so therefore, the, the need, as I see it, the application of it is uh, timing-wise couldn't be better uh, because so many of our baby boomer group is coming through. Those born here in the States between 1946 and 1964, 78 million of us coming through the ranks. I hear the same kind of story that, you know, Doc, I've Took care, we took care of our kids, you know, it's my turn now. You know, I neglected myself, but I'm ready. And unfortunately, these folks are in a category that they have what we term a, 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 call a terminal dentition, where the remaining teeth, as we know, of course, are so badly mutilated that their best option is complete immediate rehabilitation, uh, so, as well as those who come to us, of course, with edentulous um, arches, and specifically in the maxilla, severely atrophic and thus mandating the need for uh, this implant therapy. So on top of um, using zygomatic implant rehabilitation to uh, somehow stop the use of removable dentures and prosthesis, what does this type of treatment bring to the patient? Well, basically the benefits are truly amazing um, as these folks are more or less uh, dental cripples. They've been told they don't have enough bone by other clinicians uh, for even bone grafting uh, versus, or rather implants, and they really can't even have bone grafting, or if they can, uh, it spooks the patient because, of course, um, the amount of grafting that has to be done can be considerable. Uh, and in the early years, you know, we got involved with iliac crest grafts, et cetera, very, very invasive procedures and uh, a fair amount of morbidity, to say the least. So, um, in essence, the advantages to the patients, my goodness, um, more or less a rebirth for them, uh, a new life. Uh, we, tr we literally transform their lives. Their, their self-image changes so dramatically. Uh, they can eat and chew food for the first time better than ever. And as importantly, or more so, they look good, they feel good, they have a new start, quote-unquote, on life. I'd like to, to bounce on this question and to uh, go a bit further into the patient aspect of the treatment. Can you think of one patient that comes to your mind when you think, look, zygomatic implants provide quality of life back to them. One person, a man, a woman that would have especially uh, benefited from, from this kind of treatment in your experience? Yes, as a matter of fact, there is one that uh, does stand out. Uh, this is uh, at the time... Let's see, would say she's what, seven, mid 70s, and had been told by at least four or five other clinicians that um, implants were not possible for her ever. Um, and one of them mentioned that she could have some extensive bone grafting, et cetera, and that just really 
made her very upset. And uh, she found us uh, actually through um, the Zaga Center, um, oh, would you call it, um, um, for lack of a better um, uh, an online type uh, approach, whether it's a marketing, call it marketing, call it what you want. But she, when she realized we were a Zaga Center and then found out better on our site what that meant, um, she came to us. And uh, the long and short of it is when I explained to her that, yes, we could take care of her, would need four of these particular implants. Uh, she had done some homework and realized what they were about already. So she actually wanted that particular treatment uh, before I could explain what a zygoma implant really meant. So that was uh, resulted in a very rewarding um, um, scenario for her because she was, of course, rehabilitated immediately and um, to this day is really one of our best ambassadors for the practice because she uh, is just so happy with the end result and the fact that she can eat and chew for the first time in years. She had unfortunately been edentulated at a very young age in her early 20s. And um, so now some 50 years later, you can imagine the amount of bone loss in both arches. So um, we helped her considerably. And that person in particular, I think, is one that just jumps out among so many others that we've helped over these years with conventional implant therapy, certainly. But again, the zygomatic uh, element has just been so um, uh, wonderful to add to the armamentarium that this uh, particular therapy is just uh, absolutely um, over the top, in, in my opinion, uh, to reach out and, and, and actually help these folks who really could not have any other treatment uh, for themselves. Yes, indeed. What, what we what we ha heard from other episodes of the of the podcast is that the, the quality of life of patients is incredibly enhanced by zygomatic implant rehabilitation, and especially the immediacy, the ability to chew, eat, smile with confidence, wear makeup again, uh, laugh. All of these little things that we don't realize are very important for for uh, each and every one of us. So. I'd like to, to dive now a bit more into the surgical aspects of uh, zygomatic implant rehabilitation and ask you, uh, how does the Zaga classification and concept integrate into your way of providing this kind of treatment? Well, you know, David, it, it, uh, it's amazing, but to me, it just, when I first actually uh, saw Carlos's uh, book and... Um, Uh, connected with him uh, it was like almost too good to be true because it the entire concept dovetails into what we have practiced here uh, for for many many years and that is that you know one size does not fit all uh, in other words we truly customize our treatment for every patient and we've done that from day one of my practice over 37 years ago so that said the Zaga concept to me was just so logical and made so much sense because I'd done a lot of homework uh, with the zygoma implant in terms of, of literature search, et cetera, to, to really make sure that this is something that I would want to get involved with and that, um, quite honestly, um, making sure that it's quote-unquote predictable and the best therapy for patients that are truly uh, debilitated so much. So in a nutshell, uh, the, you know, the, the true, you know, anatomic guided approach made all the sense to me and the classification just blew me away and I couldn't wait to really get to 
uh, get with Car- Carlos, and I've actually been to two different courses, um, as you know, uh, with him in Barcelona, and that's changed my uh, career uh, immensely, uh, resulted in quite a paradigm shift for me because I'm able to now um, incorporate and I have incorporated the entire concept into our practice and thus our patients are so much better for this so that again we customize the treatment for the patient and realizing full hand that this is a last resort treatment. It's not one that we just um, knee jerk and say, well, you know, yes, I'm, I'm liking doing these cases. So therefore, most everyone I see is going to get a zygoma uh, in their maxilla, one or more, you know, not true at all. Again, we customize the treatment. So therefore, the approach, the classification itself makes so much sense that in the past, as we know from the Brandemark years, um, one protocol was taught. And regardless of the anatomy that the patient presents with, that implant is going to be through the sinus, therefore X number of these cases have pellitol involvement, et cetera, et cetera. And as we know from a prosthetic perspective and even from a morbidity perspective, there are issues with that, uh, with that approach. So the Zaga concept to me just, again, made so much sense. And to this day, it just, it's just the ultimate. I, I, I really thoroughly enjoy what Carlos has done and the result of his many, many years of uh, commitment to this particular um, uh, implant therapy, um, all the work he's done, the literature uh, he's published um, based on all of his experience and, and work. Uh, I can't say enough for my appreciation for applying this to our practice because, again, it dovetails so perfectly into what we believe in here that we must customize our treatment. Of course, it sounds like a cliche, but it's so true. And again, this this approach is just um, perfect. Yes, indeed. Uh, customization is one key aspect of, of the Zaga concept. Uh, preventing complications is the second one. And as you mentioned, uh, customizing the treatment requires quite a thorough diagnostic for each patient. So can you uh, guide us quickly through a zygomatic implant rehabilitation at Costal Joe from, say, the diagnosis to the delivery of the prosthesis, taking into account what you mentioned earlier. You're prosthetically driven, you're patient-centric, you aim at preventing complications. How does it go at, at Costal Joe? Sure. From the consultation, of course, our cone beam CT immediately tells me, um, along with our clinical evaluation, the extent of um, of atrophy of each arch and specifically in the maxilla. Uh, we're able to assess this rather quickly and that's then followed by a stereolithographic model that we obtain and we've been able to get that of course through our, um, our good contact uh, in, in uh, Barcelona, um, um, Sergio Labande and, and his group. So that model then is invaluable as Carlos has taught us through the Zaga, the Zaga course itself uh, and being able to really three-dimensionally put together between the cone beam CT as well as the model. And then we, we work with Simplant uh, from a software perspective. Um, myself personally, uh, I, I, I view that. I have someone who is able to um, put actually do the workup itself, but the graphics of that along with the model and doing model surgery uh, is just immensely helpful in being able to, almost like a flight simulator, um, we do it that way on the model and then doing it in the mouth is a second time so the brain doesn't 
appreciate, or, or I should say, delineate between virtual and reality. So it's like having done the surgery already. And uh, now, at time of surgery, we're doing it again. Uh, so that uh, really workup uh, is, is um, in a nutshell, that's the workflow that allows us to go to surgery and, of course, being able to carry out um, our procedure based on, again, the anatomy of that patient and having done it already on the model, looking at the uh, scan and the software workup, etc., cetera, uh, puts it all together just, just quite well. From a prosthetic perspective, um, we have a prosthodontist in-house um, who has been just uh, a real plus for us uh, because Phil is quite versed with, um, with uh, software in general, Exacad in particular, but in a nutshell, um, we're able to combine our you know, respective uh, experience levels and, and, and expertise such that um, we do begin with the end in mind and we actually design the prosthesis beforehand. Uh, we like to work with a nanoceramic material and um, as an end result, initially it's a PMMA monolithic um, prosthesis that we have fabricated and uh, our workflow is mostly digital. We use the PIC system uh, from um, our good friend um, Adrian. Um, Adrian Hernandez, yes, in Madrid. And uh, that's been for three years now. So using that, the precision is within 10 microns. It's fabulous. All of our prostheses have fit just so well. The, the, the provisional and then going to the final prosthesis. Again, we like a nanoceramic. Uh, in that the maintenance issue is not a problem should there be a chip tooth or anything like that. We repair that easily, uh, but quite honestly, it's been three plus years we've used that material and have had no maintenance issues. Uh, but again, the precision element is so good that we can go from the provisional to the final in two appointments. Uh, it's because it, obviously it's a, it's a digital file, and unless there are radical changes of, of any type, it's more of a soft tissue element um, that is changed during the four months of healing. So a pickup with uh, an impression material takes care of that. Any modifications of the, uh, the teeth, color, shape, size, anything like that obviously is simple in the software. And then uh, we have uh, taken or printed for us then the, the uh, nano ceramic, which is on a tri-base uh, uh, setup. So it, it's just a real nice digital workflow, but from beginning to end, uh, so predictable. Um, it's just fun to do these cases from uh, a true surgeon's um, mindset, if you will, but more so the, again, as you mentioned, uh, the satisfaction, the the joy that our patients have when they see their teeth for the first time um, really is just um, so gratifying for us uh, as surgeons, for our staff, for all of us. It's just a win-win-win, no doubt. And one quick aside that a number of our patients um, uh, lose weight. Um, they, uh, we make sure they stop smoking before we uh, do these cases. I'm very uh, adamant about not doing any zygomatic cases on, on a smoker, um, which is another discussion. But bottom line is we have happy patients due to what we can give them through this wonderful workflow. Right. I know you're, a, you're an early riser. I guess this is part of the energy that uh, makes you get up every morning and go to work this early, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so um, I, I think you'd really expose how multidisciplinary the treatment is from prosthetics, surgical, patient education. I would like to request from you one advice for a dental surgeon willing or aiming at 
providing zygomatic implant rehabilitation to his or her patient. What would be one advice about training, mentoring, education for him or her? That's a great question, David. I, I would, without hesitation, say maybe the short answer would be um, a true commitment uh, and don't dabble. And let me uh, just expand on that for a minute. Uh, of all the disciplines of imp- uh, I should say of all the areas of implant dentistry that I've been involved with over these 37 years, uh, and now some 30,000 implants later, thousands of grafts, et cetera, both hard and soft tissue, I will say that nothing compares to the commitment level that's involved with full arch immediate reconstruction. And with that said, as, as a subset of that, the commitment has to be even greater in terms of zygomatic therapy, implant therapy. And I say that because there's so much involved. It's, it's more than just carpentry. Really, we can teach basics of, of drilling holes and, and placing screws into bone, et cetera, as we know. But there is just so much more to the zygomatic implant, as I have found out and learned to appreciate. And I took, personally, at least six, seven different courses, uh, including cadaver, uh, based, etc. before I really got involved at all. And I have to say that, you know, Carlos pushed me over the top uh, to do things because basically it made sense once I saw his system and the entire Zaga concept, um, it just made all the sense. But the bottom line is it's a commitment. So courses are necessary, more than one. And definitely from a mentorship standpoint, it would be helpful to have um, somebody involved, in other words, as a primary surgeon, and then having the young individual uh, or whoever is entry level to be, say, first assistant, to see firsthand what the surgery looks like, and then kind of putting it all together. But for me personally, I would strongly recommend um, hooking up with, with uh, Dr. Apricio and, uh, and his Zaga concept. Uh, it just makes all the sense. It tied everything together for me personally. So a commitment uh, to the surgery, to the prosthetics, without a doubt. It's it's a huge um, commitment, but one that I think is important and critical to the success of this therapy. Because as we know, long term, there are issues that can come up. Absolutely, yes. And we can minimize the morbidity, again, thanks to the likes of, of uh, again, of Dr. Aparicio and, and many others who really have um, spent uh, the better part of their careers in this arena. I can, you know, just name so, I mean, there's so many folks, um, uh, Ruben Dav, uh, Davo and Chantal Malavez, um, Guy McClellan, uh, Greg Boys Varley, Leslie David, and on and on. There's so many folks we have to give so much credit to that have pioneered this work. But to Carlos in particular, uh, I really have enjoyed the fact that uh, and appreciate from a professional perspective, his passion, but most importantly, his science behind minimizing morbidity from a soft tissue perspective, from a sinus pathology perspective, etc. So many things we have to be well aware of more than any other implant therapy that we're involved with in order to minimize morbidity. It's a preventive prophylactic approach, I would say, that we have to take with this implant system, uh, base system. So therefore, a commitment beyond what one could imagine for just conventional root form implants is absolutely critical uh, in terms of learning 
And it's an ongoing process, I will say that. I thoroughly love to learn myself. I enjoy. Um, it's a passion for me to to continue to learn via all the vehicles that we have today and certainly uh, with our our technology, uh, social media, etc. We have at our fingertips so many resources that I would strongly recommend um, our young clinicians, those who are beginning to do this treatment, to commit 100%. Indeed, indeed. And I'd like to highlight one um, thing that you said about zygomatic implants, the fact that they are the last resort solution for all patients. You, you cannot fail a zygomatic implant and in that sense preventing the two most common complications, rhinosinusitis and soft tissue dehiscence, are key to, to, to have a successful treatment and in the end a happy, satisfied patient. And this goes through the work of, as you said, uh, Dr. Davo, Dr. David, uh, Chantal, obviously, and, and the whole uh, team working on scientific progress. And I think this is somehow what unites us together. As you know, uh, dentistry is our passion, at least 99% of the time for all of us. And uh, that takes me to the last question for you. Uh, outside of dentistry, what is your passion or hobby or um, yeah, passion you'd like to spend time on? Well, I have to say, first and foremost, is my family. I, I really enjoy being with them. Uh, and through that, we're able to do so many things together. I do enjoy fishing. Um, but just being with the family uh, for whatever things we're doing is is the right now the focus of my uh, away from you know, professionalism, um, time. And, and, and second to that would be just again, learning. I, I love to learn. So I'm reading uh, a lot and, and looking at videos, etc. Um, so that, that is, uh, would be then n number two. Well, I hope we will learn together, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm also worried we will mostly learn from you from the upcoming zygomatic course that we will organize together in the, the very um, near future. And um, I thank you, Dr. Picos, to take the time to be with us today at the podcast. Uh, thank you for um, your energy and your professionalism working together. We're very happy to count on you in Florida as the reference center. And uh, I expect to work with you uh, a lot more in the future, in the near future, and wish you a great day at the clinic today. Thank you. Thank you very much. And my best to you and the entire team. Um, the this um, experience has been again just so great for us and being the first Zaga Center in North America is quite a, an honor uh, for me personally so thank you thank you Dr. Picos this podcast aims at providing education knowledge and experience focusing on zygomatic implant rehabilitation learn more about the treatment procedure its impact on each patient and get to know the members of the Zaga Network 